this is the chill zone and before that i played you womack and womack and still to come on the show travel and tourism michael maja bill harrop's original balloon safari's first black commercial hot air balloon pilot will be chatting to him in just a few seconds and of course um you know the rugby world cup is on and i know that maybe you are lo- being lot shedded but if you have access to safm well right now they are 25 minutes into the game france right now is six new zealand is leading uh with eight so there you go new zealand is actually celebrating i don't know why because it's just 25 minutes into the game but nonetheless we continue uh with um, our conversations and in case you did miss some of the chats that we had uh, opening up the show with South African Craft, uh, Casey Kids Mineral Makeup, Non-Toxic Cruelty-Free Mineral Makeup for Kids. Uh, we spoke to Stacey Fraser, owner of uh, Casey Kids Makeup. Also, we spoke to Somizi Buyanim Klongo on our legendary section and, um, and of course he's a media personality. He's just won so many hats and I do know that, you know what, sometimes we need to be a little bit light-handed in terms of how we view uh, each other as, as just individuals. I have bones in the closet. You have bones in the closet. Everybody has bones in the closet. But to judge each other where we shut each other down, I don't think that's the way to go. When somebody's done great work, uh, we must celebrate great work and we leave the other stuff for another day. Also spoke to Raven Duchess. And on our Think Conversation, that's a Zimbabwean jazz and Afrofusion singer. And, of course, she was talking to us about the uh, upcoming performances that are coming up. But for now, let's get to our guest, Michael Maja, hot air balloon pilot. Good evening and a warm welcome to The Chill Zone. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Now, being a pilot for an air, a hot air balloon, that's... that's that's very, very different, if I may say so. Yeah, no, it's very unique. Um, there is not really quite a form of flying that is like uh, flying a hot air balloon, eh? I can imagine. So you are, you are young, filled with ambition, big heart, passion mm-hmm. for, for hot air ballooning. What, what prompted you to get into it? Um, so the way I got into ballooning was that my mom used to work for the company, um, so I was brought up in the ballooning community, so to say. Um, so I used to be a part of the ground crew from a very early age. Um, and then from there, I used to do it as a part-time job just to earn pocket money. And then years later was when I joined the company again, um, where I joined the sales team. And then in, in part of joining the sales team, I started flying as well. Um, and then as a result, I got my private pilot's license. And then fortunately, I went on to get my commercial pilot's license. Look, you're setting a trend here and, you know, setting the way for other young aspirant youngsters in this exciting world of hot air ballooning. And you are also known as Little Michael. Why so? <laughs> Um, I think it's because I literally started as early as when I was seven um, was when I actually got introduced to the field or when I went to the lawn site for the first time. And then I was little Michael, just basically walking everywhere and being introduced to people and learning how to do things. And then years later, you know, it it developed into just being Michael. (laughs) Mm. And have you yeah. have you have you seen any other aspirant, uh, young upcoming youngsters int- being interested in the same field? 
Um, at this stage, not really. Um, and I think that's purely because they're not really aware of the career path, that it's actually a possibility or it's something that they can pursue. Um, so that's one of the things that I would like to do being a commercial pilot now is that I would like to actually bring on more young people or introduce to them that you can actually be a commercial hot air balloon pilot as a career. And hopefully I can reach more people in schools as well um, before they even head to varsity for those who are unsure and would be interested in doing something of that nature. Mm. And what sort of academic background do you need to, to, to embark on this? Um, I wouldn't say you need anything extreme, so to say. Um, I think just your metric and English proficiency will benefit you because you have to do um, exams of which you have to write and they in English. And your form of communication in aviation is English in general. Um, and then just other than that, you just need to be fit and healthy. And I guess you have to have an interest as well in flying because I firmly believe ballooning is not something that you can engrave into someone's life, so to say. Um, you can introduce them to ballooning and perhaps give them some burner time for them to fly, but it's something that they have to fall in love with because then otherwise they won't sustain it really. Um, just like anything in life, really. If you don't really is passionate about something, you're not going to give it your all the way that you would if you were in love with it. Mm, I can I can I can only imagine. So, in terms of making a living out of it, is it does it pay you healthily? Um, yes, as a commercial balloon pilot, funny enough, you can actually earn a healthy living faster than a fixed wing pilot, um, so to say. And that's mainly the reason is because you can get there commercially much faster. So, for example, with an airplane, you need multiple ratings on aircrafts. Um, for you to get your commercial license. With ballooning, there's a shortage of pilots, and also you get there much quicker, to 100 hours, because you just need to fly the same balloon, basically, that you were training with to get to the 100 hours, and from there you can start flying commercially as soon as you get a job, that is. Mm. And tell me, when you take off, how long does it take for the balloon to, 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 to fly and land? Um, so it varies, but generally your cold inflation, which is you putting cold air into the envelope of the balloon, can take up to 15 to 20 minutes, let's say, and then that includes also the pilot doing safety checks. And then from there, you'll put on your burner, which is the heat, the fire that you see going into the balloon, which makes the balloon rise and stand upright. And then from there, if you're flying alone, you can literally do your final checks and take off. Or if you're flying with passengers, then you can do your safety briefing. And then once you've done your safety checks, you can take off. So it's about maybe, let's say, 30 minutes to be safe. And, I mean, I, I was just looking at the background. I mean, uh, Bill um, Harrop's original balloon safaris have been in operation for over 40 years. And yeah. basically, they are so elated to share this information that you've become now a, a pilot. So, in essence, for you to get that, you know, that license, you said, how many hours do you, do you need to have uh, flown? Um, so, for my private pilot's license, I need 16 hours, and that's with an instructor. And then from there, um, if I'm efficient to fly alone, they will clear me to fly solo, um, which is where then afterwards I'll start building my hours. And then from there, I'll need to start again to get to my 100. Um, but then other than that, I also have five exams, um, which is my ELO, navigation, radio, um, and then there's two more as well that you write. 
And then from there afterwards is when you can get your PPL, which is your private pilot's license, meaning you can only fly for leisure. Um, You can't necessarily be employed as a pilot. And then after you get your 100 hours is when you can technically apply for a job anywhere um, as a class one pilot. So you can fly a balloon that's a certain size. Mm. And does it also apply, like, you know how it is when you go on just a normal flight where you have uh, yeah. your, your your flight attendant saying, in case of emergency, do this, do that, yeah. do this. Does, it, does the balloon also have uh, those regulations? Um, so generally because a balloon is, as an open aircraft, meaning when you're in the basket, you can look over the edge on any either side. So we wouldn't necessarily say that those are your emergency exits because we wouldn't <laughs> want anyone jumping <laughs> jumping out of the balloon while it's airborne. Um, but we do have a safety briefing where when the balloon comes in for landing, the basket may touch down. And if the wind does pick up, it will touch down. It will drag a bit and might tip over on its side then your passengers have to hold on and brace themselves so they basically don't fall out the basket. And generally when people see this, they think that um, it's a crash, of which it's not. It's just a normal ballooning landing. And for more information, in case someone who's keen to be a pilot and would like to know um, how they navigate around, uh, where can they go? Um, Well, I would generally say reaching out to us on our social media pages, um, or on our website, um, Bill Harrop's Original Balloon Safaris, you can send us an email um, or you can give us a call and we'll be more than happy to share all the information regarding becoming a balloon pilot. Really, really fascinating. So fascinating. Michael Majahot, a balloon pilot, chatting to us right here on The Chill Zone. Thank you so much for joining us and for inspiring. Hopefully we've inspired young upcoming, um, you know, youngsters that would also like to be pilots, balloon, hot air balloon pilots. This is quite insightful. Just, you know, seeing life from a different from a different angle and doing something totally, totally different because it's something that I never thought anyone could actually think of doing this is very very eye-opening thank you so much for joining us it's a pleasure thank you so much for having me on your show and bye-bye for now michael maja bill harrop's original balloon safaris first black commercial hot air balloon pilot that we've been chatting to